Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March the 5th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, First segment is entitled, What Happened to Dan Kendra? All right, and for my younger audience, audience, Dan Kendra was one of the most highly touted players to uh, ever come to Florida State. Um, This was a while back now. Um, In 1994, high school offensive player of the year, USA Today, uh, high school All-American first team. I mean, this was the era in the era of no or limited internet and um you know this is when you relied on the newspaper <laughs> to get your daily sports fix pretty much and ESPN um but this this kid was like I mean he's older than me but this guy was um he was a beast man a workout warrior He was uh, slated to take over the starting quarterback position in uh, 1998. He played two years behind Thad Busby. He uh, tore his his knee up. And, you know, that gave way to Marcus Outson, the rooster. And uh, he could could just never get back on track. Um, I think uh, Chris Winkie got hurt that same year. And um, he messed his back up. And we made it all the way to the championship game against Tennessee, man, with Marcus Outson. And, uh, you know, they they wind up moving the guy to fullback. And he could never get back to the – he could never get back to the uh, quarterback position and take over. But arm strength was phenomenal athleticism was phenomenal this guy was huge 6'2 255 and I don't know if that was before or after the knee injury but like I said this guy was a workout warrior I mean he he could have been the starter easily I mean he was better than to me he was better than Thad Busby he was better than any quarterback on the roster let's just put it like that but Bobby Bowden just had this thing where he was just loyal to certain guys. He he made he made Charlie Ward wait two years. Like Casey Weldon, and this is going way back. It's like in the early nineties, he made Charlie Ward wait two years. And Charlie Ward was way better than Casey Weldon. All right, and I like Casey Weldon. He he was a poor man's Joe Montana, a little bit. I'm he's not he that's who he reminded me of a little bit with with just his mannerisms and the way he played the game and Florida State played the the West Coast offense but Casey Weldon's coming on another episode so I don't want to I don't want to uh start talking about him but 
Um, Dan Kendra, man, is just another basically five-star player that just didn't pan out for us. We, we've had so many five-stars that didn't pan out for Florida State versus five-stars that really came in and did, did something big. So um, let me know what you think about this segment, Dan Kendra. And I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled Women's Wrestling. I love it. I, 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 um, I've, I'm not going to say always, but it's always been probably 70, 30 that I enjoy women's wrestling more than men's wrestling because it actually looks more authentic right now. I mean, I'm just be honest with you and the athleticism amongst the women has improved so much from when I was a kid watching wrestling until now. Um, cause women are more susceptible to knee injuries for some reason. Um, I don't know why that is, but a female can tear her knee more easily than a man can. And just the, the time and the energy, you can just tell they put more time and energy into their craft now. And, um, my favorite wrestler right now is probably Bailey. Um, she's a great wrestler and she, you know. She's got that lower body that I love. <laughs> so, um, I, I think, and I have to applaud the WWE for giving um, more uh, recognition and spotlight to the uh, to the uh, women in, in, in their profession. Um I was a Jacqueline fan coming up. Um, let's see. Who else did I like? Because I actually, I actually went to SmackDown in uh, Charlotte one time to uh, see her. Um, I'm trying to look up one of my other favorite uh, female wrestlers. Um, my internet is slow here. I apologize. And I don't know exactly why it's going slow. It just acts up sometimes. Oh, man. Anyway, he used to. He used to have this female with him that when she came to the ring, she would do like the split at the um top of the um like right at the curtain. Right not at the curtain, but you know, right at the ropes. And I'm trying to look up her name because she was actually one of my favorite uh female wrestlers too. But like I said, stupid internet is acting crazy, so um it waits until I'm starting recording the show to start acting crazy. But um, at any rate, I just, um, Trish Stratus, the Glamazon, um, just to name a few. And there's some others that I can't think of because, my again, my internet is being a retard. So, um, 
let me know what you think about that segment, man. I'm going to move on to the next segment. I already said that this isn't going to be a 100% nose show. I have to incorporate other stuff to fill the time. So it's usually a, a, a 80-20 split that is going to be nose and other stuff. I say that in my title. So um, next segment is entitled, Is The Rock Overrated As A Movie Star? Um, I'm not going to say he's overrated, um, but I think the only thing that has really, um, that has really sparked my interest is the Fast and the Furious stuff. Um, some of his early movies, the uh, football movie he did, Walking Tall, um, I mean, some of the movies that he did kind of coincided, like, were just, like, almost the same, in my opinion. Uh, He's not overrated. He's got talent as an actor. So I'm not going to hate on the dude. But I'm I'm waiting for that critically acclaimed role. You know, I'm waiting for him to do something that is Oscar-worthy. That's that's what I'm waiting on. That's what I want for him. I want him to take the next step. And I know being an action star, usually, you know, you make millions and millions of dollars doing that. But I really want to see this guy, you know, he, he reached the top of the professional wrestling world. I want him to reach the top of the acting world, too, because I'm a rock, you know. You know, I've I've been a fan of The Rock since he was a Miami Hurricane. So I knew about him before he even, you know, before most anybody did, you know, when he was at Miami. So when he ripped Charlie Ward's head off. So um, let me know what you think about The Rock. Um, I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled. Most improved player prediction for 2020 on the football team. Um, I hope it's the quarterback. Um, I hope it's the offensive line. Just I can't pick one individual player. Um, you know, I read something yesterday on the internet that uh, Dante Lucas and Darius Washington gonna be out for spring practice. So, you know, this will give some of the other guys an opportunity to get some reps they've got they've got Chaz Neal listed as the right tackle so um like I said guys six and six seven and five now you know I, I just feel like if Chaz Neal was the most talented guy for right tackle this season he was the most talented guy for right tackle last season they didn't play him last season so that should that should tell you something. So to me, there's got to be some graduate transfers coming in or something, bro. Um, James Blackman, tremendous arm strength, accuracy not that good. Um, if we can fix those two issues, I could see a path to maybe eight and three. But realistically, um. The defense for us to win eight, nine games as is, is going to have to play championship football from 
from game one to game 12. And that's possible. That is possible. Um, But we're talking about the same group of guys from last year. And I'm not hating on those guys. We sustained a lot of injuries. So I don't know how that season, last season, could have went if we were 100% healthy on defense. Um, So we'll have to see, man. But right now, my prediction for most improved player is um, I'm going to say James Blackman. I think these next two years – he, he needs to stay and try to improve his stock, man. You're, you're, you're back with a quarterback guru, all right? You're back with a quarterback guru now. So this is your time to shine, man. Take advantage of it. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment is entitled, Does Norvell Ever Win a Natty or national championship at Florida State. Uh, when Jimbo took over, I, I asked myself this same question. And I'm going to say the same thing uh, then. I'm going to say the same thing now that I said back then. Okay. Recruit, recruit, recruit. Jimbo already knew what he had to do. So when he took over in uh, 2010, I mean, he already pretty much had the team. He he knew that he had to demote Drew Weatherford, okay? And um, he put Christian Ponder in there, so he solved the quarter. He knew the quarterback position sucked. And like I, like I said earlier in this episode, Bobby Bowden was just loyal to certain guys, especially at the quarterback position where Jimbo wasn't. If you, if you suck, Jimbo going to take you out at the quarterback position. Okay, you know that. So, uh, you can turn this thing around in three seasons, and you just see the arc that Jimbo went on: ten and four, nine and four, twelve and two, national championship. So it can be done. But that's the arc he gonna have to go on year one out the gate, and I just don't see him winning ten games, Norvell, with this team. I just don't see it this year. Uh, Set six and six, seven and five. You you have to upgrade this offensive line tremendously. Either that or the the fitness, strength and conditioning has to be out of this world. And just in my opinion, I don't think you can do that in twelve months. I just don't. I don't think you can transform this offensive line in le- really less than twelve months because the season starts in September. So you're really talking eight months. Um. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. I love this team, but I'm going to be realistic. I'm not going to sit here and just live in this uh, fairy tale universe. I'm going to keep it real with you. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens. Like I always say, I say that all the time on every episode. We just have to see what happens, man. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the description, click on one of the links, rate, review, subscribe. I need your help. Please listen to my podcast, rate, review, subscribe. 
I love the people. I love all y'all that listen on a daily basis. I appreciate your commitment to this podcast. Um, And as always, go Knowles.